so you did text me today and said that we should talk a little bit about the Deeks, the, de- the Demon Deacons. You said you think that they got a championship run kind of coming up. I do because they, I don't. They're five and zero oh now. Five and zero. Oh? Well, five and zero. Oh, undefeated. Up. Wake Forest football. Uh, I just opened two tabs because that's how. F- fucking serious i am about wake forest football Longtime listeners will know that we are this is the number one wake forest football podcast on the internet we love the demon deacons so it was a squeaker yesterday they squeaked by louisville oh they're rated right 37 34 (laughs) yeah 19th that's hilarious uh yeah they are five and oh they beat they beat louisville by the skin of their teeth and they got Syracuse coming up. And next. Clemson's not that good this year. You know, Clemson's always Clemson good. Clemson is currently unranked. Yeah. And Wake Forest is ranked. That's right. Dude, okay, that's awesome. I I mean, yeah, I think I think, you know, they, they got a they got a shot to go to the playoffs at the very least. So what, six games left? And Syracuse, Army, Duke, or seven games. There's seven games. North yeah. Carolina. These are all gonna be easy. North Carolina State might be a challenge, but yeah. we got this. Clemson. Clemson sucks this yeah, year. Yeah, Clemson's gonna be a cakewalk. Absolutely, absolutely. And then, and then they then, got Wake Forest has old rivals Boston College in yeah. uh, in in the last slot of the year. So. I'm seeing undefeated season written seeing, all over this. I'm seeing ACC champions and right pl- there. probably playoffs. Oh yeah, I'm I'm thinking undefeated ACC champ. You can't leave them out of the playoffs. Exactly. I'm thinking. I'm thinking they're going to be ranked number four. And they're going to be fourth yep. seed, but I think they'll I think they'll make the playoffs and beat Alabama first round. Yes, and then they're going to play against Iowa. In the yeah, championship. <laughs> oh, champ, that's what we're calling it now. <laughs> Call your bookie. Call your bookie right now. You're gonna- Iowa versus Wake Forest in the championship game. <laughs> no. I mean, the way things are shaping up now, I think Iowa's ranked number three. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is looking uh, this is looking real. The world of college football is is currently changing and I hope I hope all of our listeners are very excited about it. Absolutely, before um, our very eyes. Yeah, and you know, we're we're going to usher in the new era, the Demon Deacon era of uh of playoff sports. You know, the Huskers had the 90s. I think the Deacons are going to have the, the 20s. 20s. Yeah, yeah. I got you there. Um okay, well, what do you think how do you think the next game is going to shape Syracuse? up? Syracuse well, yeah. we all know Syracuse is a tough opponent. Yeah. Well, you know, the you know, like in in like Japanese games where like you get rated on your performance, uh-huh. where it's like E D C B A, and then the best one is S. Absolutely. Well, Syracuse's like logo is a big. Their logo is an S, so that's so, a, that's a red flag right there. Yeah. So I'm thinking that they're probably going to be you know a pretty tough opponent, but I think that our boys in uh, black and gold are going to be able to. Uh, they're going to be able to pull this one out. 24-17. 24-17 Wake Forest. Yep. You know, I'm thinking I'm going to go I'm going to give them like a like a decent like compared to what like the Huskers did this year or this week. Uh, I'm going to say 56-7. 56-7. That's the same as the Huskers, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. okay, that's a good pick. Yeah. That's a so good pick. You heard it here first, Wake Forest coming out on top. Uh, make sure you put in those uh, parlays now on FanDuel. Yeah, on FanDuel.com. <laughs> Use promo code One Star to get yeah. one free bet one on free FanDuel. <laughs> yeah, you can bet on anything for free. For free. Comes out of our pocket. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, go go ahead to put those put those parlays in now. You're gonna be just like Adam Sandler uh, on Uncut Gems, and yeah, yep. you're gonna you're gonna love it. You're gonna like the way you look. I like. Um, I like how all of like sports coverage, like ESPN now, is like every five seconds they're like, go to FanDuel. Yeah. <laughs> like that's been well, a new development. They need to to like not 
go bankrupt. Yeah. Like ESPN is like it's like so financially fucked and they have been for so long. That's why people are tuning in. Mm-hmm. That's why people are tuning in is to make is for the big money moves. Yeah. Um no, I definitely agree there. Uh so I figured I'd do a quick drink check on today's episode since I'm drinking a drink check. A rare a rare drink. Tell us your one star cast at gmail.com. Tell us your drink yeah, check. Drink check. Uh, email in your drink. Um Today I'm drinking Monster Reserve. Reserve. <laughs> yeah. So this is from the vaults. Yes, the vo- the Monster Vault. It's like, well, it, it, not to be confused with the vault. With vault, which is a different drink, product. It's discontinued. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's it's from the secret uh, labs. It's uh, I looked it up. It said the same formula of, uh-huh. you know, caf- caffeine, L- carotene, taurine, all those good things. All the that good you want. stuff, yeah. Uh, the they food got, pyramid. Mm-hmm, they got all that stuff, but in new and exciting flavors. Mm-hmm. So this one is white pineapple. It's a new flavor they just made up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. White pineapple, which I've never heard of <laughs> anything being flavored that before. So <laughs> you know, they got they got their R and D scientists over there at Monster Energy, uh, really cooking up some uh some new stuff. So since this is a drink check, Nolan, what's what are you what are you oh, sipping on over there? I'm drinking. Some would say this is the best flavor of Lacroix, okay. Limoncello. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. I it's, you know, uh, I'm I'm pretty partial to Pomplemousse myself. That was my favorite for a long time, yeah. and it might still be. But when I discovered Limoncello, is not bad. Limoncello is yeah. a pretty good, uh, pretty good um, choice. It's kind of got it's like lemon, but it's not nearly as sour, right? It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That was a live on air sip, a, a sip take. That was a sip take. We gotta get advert. We gotta get a uh, ad money from Lacroix, I think, and we, Monster, and Mon. Absolutely, the two titans of the drink industry. Yeah, for how much we fucking talk about Monster Energy? Hell, we even read a review from the guy who made it, who so. claimed he made it. Yeah, well, I believe him. Yeah, like, why would? You- why would you lie about Why that? Why would you lie about that? Except for all the fame and fortune yeah. that it would bring you. Talk show appearances. Yeah. Jimmy Fallon. True. Tonight, we got the guy who invented Monster Energy. <laughs> it's like some guy from Google yeah. Reviews. Absolutely. And he's like, yeah, they stole my idea. <laughs> yeah, he starts going on a rant and Jimmy's like, can we, can we, is this, uh, can we put this on the air? Yeah. Um, can we cut? <laughs> So yeah, uh, yesterday we played probably the longest game of Yahtzee that I've ever played in my that anyone life. has ever played. It was I think uh, after we finished, uh, Jordan and I realized that we were playing for two and a half hours. That's how uh, long a Yahtzee game should yeah. last. <laughs> uh, we got uh, we got Yahtzee fever yesterday. Me and I had some people over, and yep. Nolan was one of them. And we were playing fifty one. Uh, or clubhouse 51 games, 51 shades of gray shades of gray uh-huh uh and the first game on the list is is a game called yacht dice which is the uncopyrighted version of yacht you play it on your yacht yes it's what you're supposed to do um but we got real we got just real into that um i was really kicking ass and taking names on yacht dice uh i didn't lose a single time on yacht dice and then we realized that yahtzee is seven dollars so we went to the store because we could only play two people at once yeah oh i see so yeah we went to the store or uh i think my roommate did and he bought it for seven dollars and uh then we it was a good investment yeah then we played it all damn night and uh you know the more people you add the longer that game takes and the way we played it was like very funny because we it was just kind of like a secondary thing that we were doing while we were watching videos and talking talking (laughs) and 
Couldn't you? Um, we were like like four conversations at the same time, but also everybody was playing Yahtzee. Couldn't you speed that game up by getting just more copies of Yahtzee? So then you know you if everybody had their own set of because dice, there's no reason for other no yeah to you wait. shouldn't need to pass it yeah. Right? I mean, it's kind of like chess where I feel like you can, I mean, it's like a an asynchronous kind of, you can play it, you can just do your turn whenever, it's right? It's true, yeah. It doesn't matter when you take your turn, so long as you don't cheat. What about like, like Yahtzee by mail? <laughs> Taysun came up with that idea. Really? Yeah. Wow, we're on He's, the same wavelength. Yeah, he said... Uh, he said we should do how they how people used to play chess, which was they used to mail, you know, their yeah. their move or whatever. See, there's a Garfield comic where John's doing that, and I thought that was a joke just made up for Garfield, but I guess people actually did that. Yeah, and people sometimes still do that too. Like yeah. like the GMs, they'll do that shit. I mean, it know? makes sense with chess because it's a real thinker's game. Yeah, you know? people people are always thinking when they're playing people chess. People do think about um, chess. And I mean, I think Yahtzee's the same way. Sometimes you're like, well, what? Do I want to take a zero on my Yahtzee on this I one? had to make yeah. that decision last night. It was painful. Exactly. It's, it's a tough decision to make. So go um, out and buy Yahtzee today yeah. <laughs> at your local Target. $7. They do not make the deluxe edition anymore. It's you have to bullshit. buy that on eBay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So and then before... I don't know if I told you this, but before uh, people were coming over, I was trying to like clean up and stuff and i've had my sink backed up for a little bit upstairs so it's like all right well, i'm gonna see if i can like unclog that yeah so i i went underneath my sink and i took off what's called the p-trap which is like a like a loop that like water sits in so the stink from the sewer doesn't come in oh, if you yeah. remember uh like a couple months ago i had an issue where i had a dry p-trap down here mm-hmm. and it smelled like sewage that was i think listeners will remember that yeah yeah so <laughs> yeah so I, I took off the p-trap and the worst smell ever uh decided to just completely cover my entire first floor Oof. of the, yeah it was i like it was so much worse than when it smelled like shit down here. Yeah. I, and because I was like right at the epicenter, I like, I almost threw up. It was mm-hmm. nasty. And I was like trying to like pull all the nasty shit from like the inside of the pipe, but there was just too much That's shit. That's crazy. What'd you do? Uh, I just put it back on. And it, and it <laughs> went away? Well, no, it's still backed up. I just, I called I a plumber. <laughs> I was like, hey, can I get somebody to come out? I'm uh, just glad the smell went away. Well, yeah, that, it didn't go away for a while though. Mm-hmm. And I was like kind of worried that it would still smell like shit when people showed up. Yeah, you know. Um, But yeah, so then I, I went to Walgreens. I did get a, uh, I got some Osium and some, uh, like Febreze, and I sprayed both. I went double style. Good picks. Yeah. And lo and behold, here we are. Yep. Now it <laughs> smells normal in my house. It's just normal. Yep, it smells regular. And then I got a guy coming on Tuesday to, to fix it. So Got a guy. Yep. Did you do anything interesting this week, Nolan, besides play Yahtzee for two and a half hours? That was pretty much the high the high water mark. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we had Saturday Night Laughs last week. We night, did. So. It was a little bit of a different direction. You know, we yeah. brought in a new director. Yeah. Uh was Byron, Byron Byron Jensen. Byron Jensen. And he it. made some I'm just he made some controversial changes. I'm not sure that everyone is going to be on board with the changes he made. We'll have to see what kind of the reaction in the in the press is this week. I'd say the laughs were a bit more esoteric. It was a little bit more of a thinker mm-hmm. this week. A little bit. You kind of needed it. It was sort of, sort of like a sort of like a David Lynch style. It was a little bit David, a little Lynchian. Yeah. You know, maybe next time you see Byron Jensen, he's going to be having sunglasses on telling you the weather on the day. You know I think I mean? he will do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love those videos, man. <laughs> 
What is he? Where does he even post this? Is it like just on his YouTube? It's on his channel? YouTube channel. That's so funny. he does two videos, not just one, but two. He does. They were talking about director David Lynch here. He does the weather, and then he does the number of the day. The number of the where he day? picks a number out of a out of a jar from one to ten and tells you what the number why does that have to be two separate videos why can't he do it's a good question you know it's a very good question i mean i guess he's probably not doing a whole lot in his day-to-day he's in two different locations when he does them as well so he must like be part of his routine yeah but he's done it seven days a week for over a year now (laughs) like he doesn't even take the weekends off (laughs) right he's like got to be the most committed man in media he's a committed man Mm -hmm. no doubt yeah um Okay, well, what do you say we look at the uh, movie reviews and stuff today? Yeah, if you insist. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. whatever. <laughs> uh, the, this is Fuck it. This, this movie that we're looking at is called A Beautiful Mind. Is this the one where um, uh, the guy makes the big map on the wall? You know what I'm talking about with like all of the like newspapers, and then he like. It puts pins and then ties string to different ones that are like connected. I I don't know. I think it might be. I'm gonna look. I it thought up. that was like an episode of It's Always Sunny. Well, yeah, but they're like it, it is. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, but it's like um, I think it's a like a it's big, like a reference like referencing it. It's yeah. a re- they can do references on that show. Yeah, I'm gonna look this up. A beautiful a mind. beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day in the neighborhood. <laughs> uh, oh man, it's a good song. I'm just going to type in a beautiful mind and then go to images and see what comes up. Oh, he's um, got a chalkboard. Yeah, he's got sort of a chalkboard. He's like a math guy. There's, yeah, there's one with a bunch of numbers over here. He's definitely, he's, I would say, I can say one thing, he's a numbers guy. Okay, so I was correct. He's got a lot of like papers and stuff on his yeah, wall. Yeah, and they are connected with string. I, I, I had to go, I'm at u.osu.edu, so. It's Ohio State? Yeah. Oregon it is, State? It's Ohio State, I think. The Ohio Oklahoma State. State. Could be Oklahoma State, actually. Oh, uh, yeah. If you look on the walls, you can see all the strings connecting everything. Not too sure what the movie about is about, but you know, it's about a beautiful yeah. mind. It, this so this article is from the The Ohio State University, and it says Disability in Media Review Blog, and the uh, title of the um, article is A Beautiful Mind Analyzing How Schizophrenia Is Portrayed in Movies Versus Reality. So if you want a big breakdown of this movie and how it relates to schizophrenia in reality versus in in fiction, uh, go ahead and go to theohiostateuniversity.com. Doc, it's a dot com. <laughs> yeah. And log in. And log in. And pay and make sure you're paying the subscription fee. Paying tuition. Yeah. Um, so anyway. Uh, so the first review, do you want to read this one? Thomas on? checks yeah. in with a two-star and he says, tedious. Math whiz goes nuts. There you have it. Mr. Crow was not particularly believable in this one. What does he mean he wasn't believable? Like, wasn't believable. He didn't well, does buy it. Was it like a movie to be like, okay, I'm gonna, I, I, I need to see how somebody can trick me into thinking this is real. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. He wants to think it's. He wants to think he's watching a damn documentary. A da- yeah, a documentary about a math whiz. See, I feel like the 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 hardest thing about that for movies is. To, to make him believable is if this was real life, everybody would be like, oh, that guy looks just like Russell Crowe. Yeah. <laughs> you know? 
Like it's like it's like it's like it's trying to be real life, but it's real life minus yeah. all of the actors that are in the film. Yeah, everybody walking down the streets, like, yeah. oh man, I think that might be Matt Damon. Right. It's like a parallel reality where all these actors have been removed from the world, yeah. you know, and that's kind of hard to. Sometimes I feel like that's the most difficult part. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you there. I think. Yeah, I think if they're gonna if, if you're gonna suspend your disbelief for a little bit you know maybe everybody in the in the movie should recognize the actors as the actors and not the characters they're playing at least have a line that's like you look just like russell crowe and you'd be like <laughs> hey, i get that a lot <laughs> you look just like matthew perry and yep. it's not matthew perry that'd yeah. be pretty good that'd be good too yeah just some screenwriting ideas yeah. if any hollywood screenwriters are listening yeah i got some more notes too if you if you are a hollywood screenwriter so you can just email me real quick and yep. I'll, I'll send those over to you too absolutely um okay the next review comes from paul butler this one does not have a rating so i think it's just a comment on the movie and paul says excellent movie but read the book some years later and disappointed to learn it was less than 100 percent accurate (laughs) can a true story be improved by adding some fiction maybe from a box office standpoint i suppose so he's okay i don't understand what he's talking about like he's not He's not happy that the movie wasn't a hundred percent accurate to the book, mm-hmm. where he's taking the book as completely one hundred percent true. Well, I think this is based on a true story. Well, yeah, but based on a true story, it could just mean there was a guy who had this. Yeah, name. but I th- is the well, I guess I don't know about the book. Oh yeah, I don't know the book either, but I'm just like, yeah, is it like, like a novel or why, is it like? Yeah, oh, I figure it's a novel if they made into a movie. True. Um. But I, I just don't get how he's like, he's like, yeah, it wasn't 100% accurate to the book, which, and everybody knows you can't lie in books. That is so. true. That is true. Yeah. Well, they're just trying to make it get more at the box office is what he's saying. I mean, you know, sometimes that's, yeah. what, that's what directors are all about. They're all about box office performance. They are. And, uh, you know, you sometimes you got to make some um, executive producer decisions to get yourself some more money at the end of the, uh, you know, the end of the the cycle the cycle yeah <laughs> i just like when guys like this are like i figured it out it's actually all about the almighty dollar yeah, yeah. i'm the oh. first guy to figure that out hmm. it seems like these people might be a little greedy and have yep. a little bit of too much green in their eyes much green like green day over here yeah you want to read this one nolan electron 71 says two stars name i think if you don't like math or thinking hard don't worry this movie ain't got nothing to do with all that (laughs) so it's not really a well was he like trying to i guess his name's electron 71 so he's probably as big into like science probably a big bang theory viewer yeah so he was like i'm gonna watch this movie because it's gonna make me want to do math yep um and he should have just like watched Math Blaster the movie. Math Blaster, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, instead, he decided to watch A Beautiful Mind, two thousand one, uh, which bad mistake right there, Electron. Mm-hmm. But if you don't like math, it's a good film. Yeah, if you're a guy, if you're like most people and you don't like math, then go ahead and watch that. I don't think that checks out because if you actually didn't like math, there's still math in this movie. Oh yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> like we'll go back to the Look at that pick. There was so much math on the chalkboard. <laughs> Hold on a sec, I gotta figure out where I, there it is. Well, there's even math on the damn window here. What the hell? Yeah, zero equals. I don't know. Uh, I guess this would be theta pi equals zero. Mm-hmm. So pretty interesting this one is just like looks like the stock market with does a bunch look of numbers like stock there. market and then on this chalkboard he's got all types of sh- i see a sigma equation i see a bunch of those actually a bunch of derivatives yeah some some functions too mm-hmm. 
I see a a beta here. This you know, guy knows about math. It's it's pretty cool how like you know you know the more complicated math you get, the less numbers are in the equations, and the more letters are. It's in the true. Equations. That's how you know you're at the advanced level of <laughs> yeah, math. Yeah, is the like, numbers are like in your head. Yeah, now. you're like mo- I'll, I'll, I'm looking at mostly symbols, and I know what all of these mean. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I can handle numbers because there's only ten of them, right? Yeah, there's only ten numbers. And, but now they're they've but brought. There's, there's practically infinite letters and so. sim- well, and symbols. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you could make up any symbol you want. Yeah, exactly. And then yeah, like this one right here. I don't know. Is this the derivative symbol? It's like a big squiggly like S, like a snake. Yeah, it looks like the snake. You know what? If it were me and I was taking this math class, I'd be like, "Yeah, what's the snake in mm-hmm. on the board?" And then I would get laughed out of the room. Probably I'm true. So silly. And they're like, that's the sneaky snake symbol. It means derivative of, stupid. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to drop out of college now. That would be tough if that happened. I could see that kind of going yeah. down. If ma- math majors are uh, famously good at gatekeeping. So. It's true. Yeah. Okay, the next review comes from Tanasha, and they give it five stars and say, this, this is the film that literally changed my ideologies, my views, my dispositions, my dreams, and of course, my life. Okay? That's great. Both Russell Crowe and Jennifer Connelly have acted perfectly. So perfectly that their emotions reach us viewers and signal our brain to shed those feelings away. What feelings? Didn't say. Yeah. Um, I watch it at least once a year and yet don't get bored. If you want a metamorphosis in your is your life, this is a much watch must watch um so i I feel like (laughs) i feel like everybody has a point in their life where they're like um at some kind of you know like transitional period and they just need like one piece of media to push them over the edge yes like do that and like everybody thinks that that particular piece of media is like completely groundbreaking when it did it it, yeah just like a movie Mm -hmm. kind of a thing um, and I think that's what's going on on this with this person. I think they were like, maybe they were like 23 and they're like, I don't know shit about the world. Then they watch this movie and they're like, I know everything about the world. No, I think that this movie actually will change the ideologies, <laughs> views, disposition and dreams of everyone who watches yeah, it. I mean, I haven't seen it. So, yeah. you know, I don't, the, the proof is in the pudding. I should, I, I gotta, I gotta put up or shut up. It you know changed I mean? their life. It's going to change yours too. Guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. Guarante- it's like on the back seal yeah. of approval. Like this will change. It will life. change yeah. everything. Um, yeah. I feel like, uh, you'd see something like that on like the back of a DVD for like, uh, like an evangelical like tv yeah it's guaranteed that it will change your life forever but this is more like math geniuses trying to do that yeah it's kind of the science math perspective yeah maybe like psychology psychology it seems to be about schizophrenia based on um the ohio state university our friends at the ohio state university thank you uh, do you want to read this one? Creative Minds <laughs> is, the, is the name of the person who I, left this. I got a feeling that they're probably going to like this movie. Creative Minds do enjoy a beautiful mind. Yeah. And they say, um, they say, awesome movie. Hats off, or it's actually hats of, to the real man. What? I don't know who that is or what, what? that means. And to the team of movie also. <laughs> You guys seriously made a great movie, Caps Lock. One of my favorite movie. Okay, so um, it seems like the real man and the team of movie really did a good job with this yes, one. Yes, indeed. Uh, <laughs> what's the real 
real the real hats off to the real man yeah maybe russell maybe russell crowe undergoes some type of like metamorphosis within the he becomes a real man yeah, and he maybe he's like um he turns into <laughs> like dr manhattan from watchmen where he's like a big blue glowy guy yeah and creative minds really likes that or maybe mm. they're just using their creative mind to express you know how much they love this movie in it a would, very creative way oh yeah it would take a creative mind to write a review like this <laughs> it really does especially with the line breaks it's almost like poetry it is poetry yeah you know what the creative minds i'm gonna promote you to poet laureate of one star of the podcast absolutely write us some more please yeah if you're listening is there still a national poet laureate yeah i think so let's let's look who uh, who it is or even like a like a statewide one i know there's a statewide one but national poet uh l a u r e t i think nope it's not laureate it's laureate it's joe joy harjo joy harjo uh they were the incumbent do they do we vote on the poet laureate (laughs) Their salary is $35,000 a year. <laughs> Yo, I'm trying to be the damn poet laureate and make like no money at all. She's um, been it since 2019. She's been the. Yes, she was. I thought. So my thing, I thought that the poet laureate was a, appointed by the president, right? Well, it says it's a, appointed by the librarian of the United States Congress. The librarian. Dude, there's a, a librarian of the United States Congress. Yeah. What? <laughs> this is why the fuck did they they have that? I don't care. Oh, we got to make sure we're sorting all of the the laws by the Dewey decimals. That's right. There's been a lot of poet laureates. Looks like they only serve for about two years. Yeah, Tracy K. Smith. So we're we're due for a new poet laureate. We are. Yeah. Who do you, who do you think's gonna be Who's the next the poet smart money laureate? on? Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking. I'm thinking we might see a return of maybe a, a former poet laureate. Like, uh, uh, like I'm thinking maybe Charles Wright's going to maybe make yeah. a comeback. And maybe all these people are dead. You <laughs> serve until your death, but they all just they mysteriously die, die two years you, after accepting become, the post. When you become the poet laureate of the United States, you uh, get a curse where you die yeah, two that's years right. later. <laughs> it's worth it, though, to be the poet laureate of the United States. Exactly. You get, I mean, how else are you going to make $35,000 a year? Yeah, so. totally. Uh, Yeah, so... She's the incumbent. Yeah, well, um, that I mean, that's the base salary. But if you're the poet laureate, you probably get a good platform to sell your books, right? Yeah, or maybe you get bonuses every year if you wrote a really good poem. <laughs> yeah. What's like the day to day like for a poet laureate? You, like you wake up and you go to your your like medieval style desk with like a big wax candle and a and a quill. Yep, a quill. And you it's just like be... rack your brain all day. That's right. Uh. I'm going to look up who the state laureate or poet laureate of Nebraska is. You got to figure this out. Uh, it is a guy named Matt Mason. Matt Mason. Shout out to Matt. And that is a five-year renewable term. And this is an insane looking website. This is from uh, the main reading room of the Library of Congress. The, well, they they probably update their website. It looks like it's from like... 2001 it's a very it bad looking website it doesn't it's not you it's one of those websites that doesn't like 
like f- conform to the size of the window. It's, it's not. Like, it's not dynamic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like it's going to be this one size, and if you have a bigger window, it's going to be mostly white space. That's right. Um, Web design tip of the day. Yeah. Like at least center it if you're going to do well, this. You, you know, know how many fucking people are looking for jobs right now, and they yeah. can't hire the fucking the library of congress.gov can't hire a fucking web designer <laughs> i think that they are due for an upgrade and there are plenty of coders out there right it just seems really silly that that i don't know a fucking government agency can't update their website uh, that's our that's our rant of the week on <laughs> loc.gov yeah, yeah library of congress how would you get your shit together you're on notice you're on fucking notice well no okay so most of the library of congress i'm now i'm, I'm, I'm their home page the what the home page is it looks like any like shitty website it looks like they used um wix yeah wix squarespace squarespace by the way, promo code one star on <laughs> yeah. Squarespace. Get your next Squarespace. Yeah, well, site. any of those like like preset like template things, like pick up and go, whatever. But I don't understand why. the poet laureate section. Yeah, they're like just nobody looks like cares crap. About that. And I'm yeah. looking, so you can go through all the states. Oh, the current here. Nevada poet laureate is vacant. Oh, sh- dude, we should run for a poet. Yes, we should. <laughs> be a good gig. <laughs> they haven't had one since 2007. 2007. Seven? Yeah, it looks like Norman Kay was the poet laureate from 60, 1967 to 2007. Oh, it was a lifetime position. Wow. Well, that sounds like a fucking great job. Let's go and... Let's get it, yeah. Let's take over I'm the... I'm start emailing the Nevada governor be like, hey, can I be the poet laureate? Yeah, damn, New Jersey did away with it. Wait, they had a good... Oh. Oh. What? I'm not. I can't, I'm not. Re- I can't really. It's too far away. It's in that. So they created it in '99. Yeah. But then in 2002, the poet laureate wrote a poem about 9/11 that suggested the conspiracy about how Jewish people stayed home. <laughs> I see. Okay. I was like, why is there a World Trade Center thing in the middle of this? Oh my god. And so then they just instead of just having him resign, they eliminated the they entire like, okay, poet laureate position. They're like, okay, we don't need a poet yeah. This laureate. stuff is. <laughs> more of a headache than it's worth <laughs> <laughs> they're like they made it and then three years later they're like we're done yeah we're, i'm not trusting any motherfucker with a pen anymore <laughs> yeah, right. they're like the pen is mightier than the sword <laughs> that's insane <laughs> that's absurd <laughs> how did that happen that's a, that is a crazy fact i i can't wait to tell people that incessantly for the next three months yeah um I'm just going to, I'm clicking through here, seeing if we got any other weird facts. Weird. I love weird facts. <laughs> I'm not if you know anything. any weird facts, yeah, send them in. Email us some weird facts at onestarcast at gmail.com. Were we done with the beautiful? Yeah, one? we okay. finished up. Uh, next week, we got Chicago. And that's not the city, folks. That is the movie Chicago. The movie about the city. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the it's like isn't it like an adaptation of a play about the city i think it's about michael jordan (laughs) yeah it's about michael jordan and the bears too michael jordan play he's playing for the bears yeah that'd be pretty cool maybe the the cubs curse too cubs curse yeah to the game or whatever the goat yeah now goat means something different now goat's good but back in goat used to be bad (laughs) yeah the goats were bad (laughs) um okay so we're looking at this is kind of a continuation of last week. 
If you thought uh, we were done with the George Bush Presidential Center, yeah, think again. You are dead wrong. <laughs> we're looking at Cafe 43. <laughs> and if you know anything about George W. Bush, he is the 43rd president. And if you're taking a guess as to where this is and you guessed inside of the George W. Bush Presidential Center, you would be correct. <laughs> so, And it said it has it offers takeout. <laughs> So well, I mean that's just like coffee, right? Yeah. So you're just like <laughs> that's the funniest shit about COVID is that like the Google added like uh dine in delivery and takeout, like and then it's like X or check mark if they offer. Yeah, that's right. Um so like any place can basically everywhere can be like, Yeah, we get dine in and takeout, and then it's it's the delivery that really is like the challenge coin right there. Yeah, the ch- yeah absolutely. Yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna eat in tonight we're gonna get catering from cafe 43 Cafe Forty Three. <laughs> yeah do they make food do you th- it says it's a one dollar sign uh, which is a good deal I'm you know see if I, can op- oh, I guess oh. it's because bush is so fiscally responsible can i can i see their menu <laughs> you can reserve a table all right i'm on their menu <laughs> the menu for cafe 43 holy fuck okay so they have breakfast they oh dude this is that shit that that guy was talking about yeah they have 13 dollar avocado toast <laughs> Wow. It seems that everything is $13 because they also have Huevos Rancheros and Southern Benedict, which are both also $13. Uh, you can get a fried avocado for $11. Young lettuce? Well, I'm just going to get the fried avocado and bring my own toast. Exactly. When, and this also comes with black beans, smoked tomato, and chipotle aioli. Yeah. Uh, they got chicken salad, smoked chicken salad. They got seared salmon salad. They got lump crab. <laughs> these salad. aren't really. These aren't like George. Oh, I was gonna say they're not Bush themed, but <laughs> you can get Mrs. Bush's favorite sandwich yeah. for thirteen dollars. Mrs. Bush's favorite sandwich is, is uh, tomatoes, avocado, mozzarella, mayo, and wheat. She's sounding kind of like a like a damn millennial with how much avocados are on this menu. Here. Right. I think Bush has gotten the millennial. Oh, they got, they got Mrs. Bush's award-winning cowboy cookies as well. We do love those cowboy cookies. And President and Mrs. Bush's favorite <laughs> banana pecan ice cream. President. Yeah. Uh, then there's D.C. Caramel Brownie Bar. So, you know, that's... Washington, D.C. is famous for their caramel brownie bars. That is true. So that's the menu at... That's just the brunch menu. I mean, brunch me- Oh, we didn't even look at the... <laughs> cafe menu <laughs> <laughs> i'm just seeing if there's anything different uh, it's pretty much the same it's exactly yeah. the same <laughs> what about exactly the what about the, the, the oh we the starters are a little different there's no like like eggs benedict it's true the or, starters are different <laughs> yeah okay so that's that's the menu um now i have to pull it up again <laughs> talking about cafe 43 in dallas dallas texas, texas. Okay, I'll start off with this. This is from Keith Cannon, who didn't we read one of his reviews last week? I wouldn't be surprised. I'm pretty sure we did on uh, on the uh, you know the the center itself. Anyway, Keith says five stars. American food and the feeling here is better than most. I like it here. Excellent food and service. It has a good atmosphere. Um, if memory serves, Keith was very gung ho about the uh, president. He may have been the one where he said that. 
the museum wasn't especially political, but then he went on a big rant about why Obama was really bad. Obama's turning a, our nation into Muslim rule. <laughs> yeah, I think this might be that guy. So that would explain why he gave it five stars for American. He food. likes to keep it American at yeah. Cafe Forty Three. Yeah, I I wouldn't. Well, I'm not going to tell him where avocados come from in America though, because it might be California. California. <laughs> <laughs> the liberal capital of the world yeah uh you know the red hot chili pepper song dream of california Ca- or california Cajun? yes i do i do uh what if like you know like the conservative the the girl choir thing the trump choir yeah what if they like remade that song and made it about like i don't know like south carolina or something south like that carolina Ca- or, like tennessee tennessee yeah. of fornification fornication as long as fornication is in there that's the important <laughs> yeah. important part yeah uh that'd be pretty good that would have been good this one's from isla arroyo who says a five stars american food at this spot excellent it's so delicious certainly worth going back to this place has a great atmosphere <laughs> so we're kind of getting, I'm seeing a couple of similarities. Is there a theme uh, emerging here? I see American food. Uh, it's just delicious and it has a great atmosphere. Well, that's what Bush is known for is great atmosphere. Yeah, so like when we have situations like this, have you ever been in like an online class where you have to like post on like a message board? Yeah, sure. Uh, have you ever noticed that like at a certain point, like, where you have to like post a response and respond to somebody it's mostly people just saying the same thing yeah oh yeah like like being like i agree with x Mm -hmm. this place does have american american food food, atmosphere um this reminds me of that this is kind of like that yeah so So you see i hope these people are getting a good grade (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah tucker carlson's doing the grading on this one that's right professor Mm -hmm. professor tucker Um, okay, the next review for Cafe 43 comes from Rachel Klein, and they give it five stars and say, a preferred spot for delicious American food. <laughs> oh, I wonder what they're going to say about the atmosphere. I love this place so much. The place has a cool atmosphere. <laughs> Not close to my job. I wish it was. If this place was close to her job. She'd go to Cafe 43 every day. Yeah, you'd, you'd catch her getting $13 avocado toast every morning. Absolutely. Because it's great American food and it has a cool atmosphere. Well, you can't stay away from that. Like I, So, like, I, if it wasn't for the first guy, I'm pretty sure we have read another one of his reviews that seemed really genuine. I would think that Cafe 43 is buying reviews and i don't know why they would do that because (laughs) it's not like they're like a struggling independent u.s government yeah (laughs) right (laughs) it's not a private endeavor by any means at all like why do they need to boot like inflate their (laughs) scores when they're at like a national museum you know oh yeah also it's not even a standalone visit it's inside the presidential center so i don't it's kind of well because when we would see this in the past i thought it was that the sense if it's like on a business they right? were buying reviews but why now i wonder do does this just happen and they don't even ask for it to happen well, i think it might be even more dubious than that i think the u.s government might be spending money on fake reviews. oh i see I think yeah it might be i don't know if we're going to be able to post this episode we might be targeted by the cia we might we got to check the the, <laughs> the budget the latest u.s budget <laughs> to see how much money is going to google reviews we make our own beautiful mind room yeah. trying to track to see if the u.s government is buying fake reviews that's true yeah 
Oh man. Okay. Well, you know, we're we're getting we're coming onto a conspiracy getting theory. Into the hey, weeds maybe we, of it here. Maybe we should be careful about that poet laureate thing. That's true. We might get ousted. We uncovered that one as well. We've been uncovering a lot of things on this show. <laughs> That's why that website looks so old. They didn't want anybody to know about well, it. Well, no, I, what I'm saying is it's going to be like the New Jersey Poet Laureate. If we get the Nevada one yes. and we uncover that the U.S. government's like, we maybe we write a poem about how the U.S. government is buying fake reviews, then we get ousted and the Poet Laureate position is old. That's the end of poetry in Nevada. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who's going to write, uh, you know, poet poetry about the... Like silver mines? Is that what they have? Silver there? City. Carson City. Yeah, Carson City. City. Silver City. Is that a thing? <laughs> I think so. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The the strip. Yeah, I've been there. I've also been to downtown on Fremont Street in Las Vegas. Yeah. That place is pretty cool. It's they got it got like a roof like on the street. So it's almost like you're inside but you're outside. That's I can't even imagine that. It's dope. They also got a big zip line up um, up there that you can like fly across. Also, people dress up as like the minions, and you can take a and it's like really really crowded. Caesar's Palace. That's that's not where I'm talking about, but it's uh, that is. I've also been there. They have that. Yeah, one time I was walking out of Caesar's Palace, and some guy was just like like listing drugs, and then said the word money. That sounds like all you need at Caesar's yeah. Palace. We were walking. No, we were walking out of it, like and. <laughs> This guy was behind us, and he's just like, the second he gets out of the building, he yells, weed, coke, heroin, <laughs> money. <laughs> like, he's not technically selling drugs. Right. But you, I mean, why else would you be yelling all that you, stuff? That's free speech. Exactly. <laughs> it's just free speech. Oh, man. Do you want to read this review from Mildred? Yeah, Mildred says a five stars. Nice location for tasty American food. <laughs> Entered near nine. It wasn't busy. Service treated us, I wonder if that was 9 a.m. or p.m. Uh, you know, since it's a cafe, I would say probably 9 a.m. Late night. Late night? Late night at, at the Cafe 43. Yeah. <laughs> Service treated us so nice. Bring your hunger. Portions are generous. Ah, oh, fuck, I forgot to bring my hunger. Shit, I left my hunger at home. Uh, kind of like a rest, kind of like a restaurant in Los Angeles I like to visit. Okay, so this has a lot of hallmarks of yeah. the fake reviews we've read in the it past. It really does especially the, that last, the last line sentence there. is big on that <laughs> kind of like a place in miami i like yeah <laughs> kind of like a place in chicago i <laughs> ate at once obviously the repeating themes between reviews <laughs> is is pretty pretty self-evident there they didn't mention the atmosphere but um they also like mentioned a time where they were going the time is big uh, yeah um the service the bring your hunger part is a little weird i don't think we've seen that but there's like Pretty much every sentence except for that one is just cookie cutter straight from the straight out of the book. Factory. You know? Yeah. I like the implication that Cafe 43 is like a restaurant in Los Angeles <laughs> as well. You're like, yeah, I go to the, the presidential center in L.A. and they yeah. have a cafe. Maybe they're there. talking about is that where the Ronald Reagan presidential center is? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't. I don't Somewhere know. Somewhere in but California. I wouldn't, it wouldn't yeah. surprise I don't me know if it's in L.A. There, but, but yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> absolutely insane like, that's cool well i'm yeah now i'm i'm getting even more convinced that the u.s government is buying fake reviews yeah i think it's a the case is closed well we got one more review to to really go in here um, <laughs> this one doesn't seem to be fake because the, the account looks more real than the last one it's got a picture yeah all the other ones i guess we didn't really mention but none of them had profile pictures which isn't super uncommon but when you have certain aspects of the review, like that's right, it yeah. Um, 
Also, did they stop putting local guide on the thing? Because now he just has he has the star, which indicates he's a local guide, right? I think it's just because it's a direct link to the review. Maybe it's different if it's a link. Yeah, That's I mean, we true. can just go to Cafe 43 after this and check it out. But um, Yeah, well, let's just head down there. and <laughs> I meant, <laughs> Right, I care what you mean. <laughs> uh, this is from Justin Atwell, and he gives it five stars and says, Decent food, friendly service. We saw Laura Bush sitting at another table as we were leaving. I'd like to imagine that that's another one of the parameters in the bot reviews yeah. of, just, of any restaurant in the uh, in the world. They, it, there's a there's a chance that it can say we saw Laura Bush there. <laughs> well, I, I <laughs> that would really get people to come to your exactly. restaurant if, if they saw Laura up. Bush. I think it, it'd be funnier if it was like a like a kid at Disneyland. Like I saw Mickey Mouse. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like going to the like the, the restaurant that like like really hams you up and all that stuff. Like, oh, you're mm -hmm. the most special guy in Disney World. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mickey Mickey Mouse gave, like danced with me and called me a cool little guy. I saw Laura Bush at the fucking Cafe Forty Three. It was like an actress who dresses up like Laura Bush. Yeah, and she or it's like an animatronic. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's check it out. Let's see if we can see. Uh, there's only 96 reviews on here too, which is also kind of weird. Kind of sus. It shows local guide. It's just I think gotcha. it's a direct uh, link, but direct. it still puts the star. So we know that last guy was a local guide. Yeah. Um. Here's another pick of the a pick of the I'm menu. I'm just gonna make sure that we had a, an accurate representation of the menu on the website here. Everything is thirteen dollars. Yep. Uh, they have everything on the brunch menu. Mrs. Bush's favorite sandwich. <laughs> They if they saw Laura Bush there, you should ask her, is that, is really, that really her really favorite, favorite sandwich? Because <laughs> if she's not eating that sandwich, then Yeah, and she's like eating spaghetti, and you're like, where'd you get that? They don't sell that here. Is Mrs. Bush a vegetarian, do you think? Because there's no meat on that sandwich. Um, I don't think so. Maybe, but who knows? I want to see who runs Cafe 43, because... I'm just kind of assuming that it's owned by the Presidential Center, that's all if probably it's inside the... By... Hmm. I like the the... They have like a detailed map of the presidential center yeah. when you zoom in. <laughs> they have that on like 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 Best Buy. Too. They do, yeah. Does it have? Oh, it has the Decision Points Theater. <laughs> Where's the interactive decision center? Do they have that? The interactive decision. I don't see. I'm pretty sure it's that though. It's probably the same as the Decision we, Points Theater. <laughs> we uh, we had a listener reach out to us. I believe it was uh, Max. Uh, did he reached out to us? <laughs> Let us know that it's pretty much just like a thing where it asks you like if you would invade Iraq, and if you say no, uh, it says that you're wrong. <laughs> George Bush pops up and yeah. wags his finger at you and says, "Uh-uh, nope." Um, okay, that's the address. That one got you a cool statue. Yeah, it <laughs> BushCenter.org. I'm gonna see if this is owned if it's like a charity owned by George. W. Experience Bush. the presidency, shape the future. <laughs> Uh, I love doing both of those our things. Our ideas? Hold on. I'd like to know what their ideas are. <laughs> this isn't a .gov website. I'd also like to point out. It's so a maybe .org. It's a private yeah. organization. But That's good. We've got a role to play in Afghanistan. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, Bush Institute and 20 plus organizations call for immigration reform. Okay. Presidential, President George W. Bush immigration is a defining asset of the United States. Dr. Connelly's a rice. Immigration is still Americans' secret. Why are all of these about immigration? Do you think that the when the Bush Center puts out a statement like that, does it really move the needle in Congress? I, They're I like, oh, we got to pass an immigration bill because the Bush Center told us we should. They have education reform as a section here. Yeah, we have Mrs. Mrs. Laura Bush's summer reading list. What do we got? 
Uh, this is for 2021. Is it's, this... it's the end of summer already, but I think we could probably still. Yeah. Read. These, some of these look like they are children's. Oh, these are for the youngest readers. We're the oldest readers. Yeah, we're the oldest readers possible. Well, there's so many. <laughs> is it all children's it, books? It seems like most of these are children's that's books. That's like the, bu- that's the Bush reading, the George Bush <laughs> reading level, isn't it? <laughs> Literally none of them. The highest level readers that they list, the the summer book list or whatever, yeah. is middle school. <laughs> well, since that fateful day when he was reading the book about the cow or whatever, <laughs> that's kind of been his, his bread and butter when it comes to yeah. literature. That'd be funny if that book was always on the summer reading yeah, list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the best one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wonder if that book has reviews on Amazon. It probably does. Oh, it says for kids. Is there an adult one? That, that book that George W. Bush yeah, was reading? that would be a deep dive for another day. Um. <laughs> Hold up, Marble Movies lesson plan. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this okay. Why is a PhD student writing a fucking article about Marvel movies on the Bush Center website? <laughs> what are you doing with your life? Oh, she has individual lesson plans for each Marvel movie. <laughs> what the fuck? I, I just is there a synopsis? Okay, let's see. Uh, Bush Institute's Eva Chang. A mom and former educator created Marvel lesson plans to help her children uh, engage and entertain in the to help keep her children enter, engaged and entertained in the afternoon hours. Those critical afternoon hours. Yeah, this was posted on April 9th, twenty twenty. Apparently, it's an eleven minute read, so we're, I'm not going to waste your time. This seems way longer than eleven minutes for me. I'm a slow reader. <laughs> yeah. So it's like just go to one of them. I want to see what like one of them says. Um, let's do Iron Man. Iron okay. Man two. Iron Man two lesson plans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we got there. It kind of breaks it into sections. It's a learning goals and then activities. Uh, the learning goals for Iron Man two are practice grade appropriate math facts. Is there like math in Iron Man? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Uh, discuss. I've never seen it. I I think it's I got saw a two. It. That's a number. Exactly. Oh yeah, you're right. That makes sense. Uh-huh. <laughs> discuss and practice analyzing the main ideas and details in a story. <laughs> learn some in- engineering skills. <laughs> okay. You can learn a lot of engineering skills from watching Iron Man <laughs> <Yeah>. too. <laughs> Isn't also isn't Iron Man basically like if Dick Cheney was a superhero? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, if Dick Cheney had like five five billion dollars and was also a superhero. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. The activities for the movie is um, before the movie remind the boys. So the only boys are allowed to watch. Yes, it. boys only. <laughs> before the movie, remind the boys of the plot from Iron Man One. So you have to remind your kids about, okay, so this is what happened in Iron Man 1, you yep. fucking morons. Yeah, that's right. Um, engineers have to have to have strong math skills. Therefore, they need to practice their math with this activity. And then there's a link. Uh, I'm going to open it in a new tab. I'm going to see what this activity is. <laughs> oh, I like that you have to buy it. Yeah, so it's, it links to... Uh, is this an app? I don't know what this is. This is from Teacher's Oh, it's an activity teachers. book. Com. Yeah. So you can get this activity book for $1.50, um, and it's the math mystery picture Iron Man. <laughs> and it makes a picture of Iron Man when you finish it. Yeah. So uh, they need to practice that with that activity, and they must do the actual math before the movie starts, but can only do the coloring during the movie. That so, makes sense. So they have to do the math first, but yeah. then if they they because I guess it's probably like a paint by numbers kind of thing, like yeah. based on what number is where, and you like color it in a certain color. Uh huh. 
So, but they can only do that during the movie. They have to do the math first. Because you got to see Iron Man on the screen to know what the right colors are. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't know what Iron Man looks like. I mean, you've only seen Iron Man one once, so you and, you, and you had to be reminded of the plot because <laughs> yeah. you forgot that much. Yeah. And I don't think your mom in the plot synopsis was like, yeah. Also, he's red and yellow. red and yellow, yeah, <laughs> and gold. Uh, and then. Before the movie, there's a lot of stuff you have to do before the movie, it seems like. Before the movie, review the main ideas and details. They will use this sheet during uh, during or right after the movie to talk about the main ideas. Do we have to buy this, too? More than likely. Let's check it out. <laughs> I got a sheet, a new worksheet of some kind. Yep. So yeah, oh, no, no, this, this one's free. free. Oh, yeah, this is free. And, it, and it's literally just something you could probably make in like Microsoft Publisher in one minute. It's uh, yeah. It's like a sheet of paper that says, what's the story about? And then the title of the movie, the main ideas, and then three details. Dude, being a kid is so fucking easy. Yes. <laughs> when the movie is over, they need to work together on their EEME project. I don't know. what. Oh, shit. Uh, That's a... Uh... I don't know what that is. This is like a taking us to a new website. This e is so complicated. EEME -E -E stands for E-me. <laughs> Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> it says easy and then not so easy. I don't know. Oh, parts, wires, and batteries are included in all of the kits. Oh, okay. So they can, they're, it's like an engineer. I got it. So I've done this at like a summer camp when I was a kid. It's, it's like, like a robotics A thing. very, very rudimentary, like, I would, not even really robotics, which just like teaches how to make circuits and stuff. Oh, like I like it. It says understanding the genius light. <laughs> What's the genius light? It's probably just making a light with a battery. Do we all have a genius light within us? Yeah, yeah, it's the light that pops up over your head when you have an idea. That's the genius light. Um, and then there's other engineering projects you can do at home. I'm not going to look at that. Uh, before moving on to the next movie, complete the movie packet. So I guess there's a movie. Oh, I want to watch the next movie. I don't want to do no, the movie packet. Mom, I don't want to do the movie packet. I want to watch <laughs> The Incredible Hulk. No, George Bush said we had to do the movie packet. <laughs> The presidential decree. God damn. Okay, that was a huge deep. Dive. What do you think? How many people out there actually followed these Marvel movie lessons? I plans? wish I could see. I, is there a way in like, like the comments or something? Is there a way in like um that like window that pops up there? You can edit it to say like poopy poopy butthole or whatever on the thing. You know what I'm talking about? Like, like the, inspect elements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I inspect element to see how many hits this page has? Oh, I don't know if you can get hit. From yeah, that. that's kind of. I don't know. I might put it in like a uh uh what's it called an uh, an affidavit no a foia request <laughs> yeah, Is that what you're going for exactly okay. what i was going for i'm gonna put on a foia request to see how many hits this particular page this marvel has. movies page yeah, <laughs> yeah on the george bush org. yeah not for any reason other than i'm curious to see how many people are doing this so that was a cool kind of a deep dive that yeah. we did. In case you want to do that, uh, go ahead and type in Marvel movie George W. Bush, and I'm sure it'll be the first one that comes up. Um, okay, we're going to go to listener stuff now. Um, if I can find where I put my Gmail. Thing. Where's my Gmail? Where's my Gmail? Um, yeah, where's my I Gmail? I don't know. So we're going to start with Darren here. Uh, Darren sent us a link, and I said it was a dead link. It was like a 404. So Darren suggested we try pasting it. And if this doesn't work, uh, Darren's going to try to troubleshoot it. But we're going to do it one week at a time. We've got a lot of uh, yeah debugging happening here. So I've already copied it. Copy. Paste. Still doesn't work, unfortunately. 
Um, it says we could not find the page you were looking yeah, for. Yeah, so kind of like Star Wars, we can't. <laughs> they're not the droids <laughs> yeah, you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, exactly. They're like uh, this page is a stormtrooper. So at the very top of the page, it says Amazon Prime. And then it says customer reviews, and then it says we could not find the page you're looking. And it's all in like Times New Roman. It is, and, and then there's a bunch of links down here. So I don't know what's going on. Can with you that. like, hey, look at the URL for a sec? Can you like URL hack it or something? What do you mean like, like, is there some point where you can like delete something? Like the qu like maybe that question mark ref. Sometimes that yeah, that's the end fucks it up, right? The whole thing you want to like after the just to mark. the question mark. Yeah, and then try it again. Let's, we're we'll we're doing some hacking here at One Star HQ. Same thing. Same thing. I uh, that's that was my only idea. Yeah, I don't know. Weird. Um. So so Darren, yeah, if you can if you can come up with another solution, uh, that would be great. Uh, you know, I'm uh, email's always open. So <laughs> it is. Uh, we have some reviews from Josiah, and Josiah, it's, this is the subject is rain, but it's spelled R E I G N, like the energy drink, and I'm gonna guess these are energy drink reviews. Josiah says, here is some reviews on rain energy. Booyah. It's not like I have read this before. You called it. You called it. Uh, for, for the Beautiful review, mind. Yeah. For the review by D. Cheerden, keep in mind that you are only supposed to drink one of these. He drank 12. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I've had the rain energy drink before. It is, it is a power. It makes you a, turn into a demon. It's like evil... It's like an evil elixir. Really? Yeah. yeah. This is, it's not part of some brand. It's its, it's own. owned by Monster. It's like, oh, it's a Monster sub brand. Yeah. yeah. So it's wow. like a, an answer to Bang Energy Drink from Monster. It's like, yeah. It's, it's target demographic is the same, which is like gym guys, like trying to find an energy drink to drink at the gym, which That's sounds like right. the worst thing ever. Yeah. Well, Bang, because Bang has just been like five years or so, I feel Bang like is it's new. really... Bang is new, yeah. And I, the first person I heard about it from was my friend who's like a power lifter. Yeah, and that's kind of where yeah. they came on the scene because it has creatine in it. Right. So it's supposed to like help that or whatever. But um but now monsters like forget bang, you got rain. Yeah, we got rain energy drink and I guess the the owner of Bang is like a big Trump guy, so like some people were like I'm switching to rain. Kind this of is like thing. kind of more the the vote blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of a side um, to things. I don't I mean I don't know where Build back better. monster falls in that yeah. thing. But speaking of that, have they passed President Biden's build back better agenda yet? <laughs> What's you know, the ruling on that? I think they might. You know, I think with uh, I think after pulling out of Afghanistan was for the first step in the build back better, the build back <laughs> better agenda. Well, I can already tell things are getting built back better yeah, around here. I'm thinking, I'm thinking we're getting back better, back back better. better. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, the the dude, the the guy who made Bang is a weirdo. He like started as like a science. He's like. Yeah, he was like a science teacher, I want to say. Wow. Um, yeah, he's like Walter White. <laughs> he is kind of the Walter White of energy yeah. drinks. Um, okay, you want to read this review here? It doesn't have a rating, but... Or a name, or a but... Name. Um, so this is anonymous, and it says, Bang, in general, is a superior product. So this is about Rain, but he's yeah, talking he's about Bang. Bang, in general, is a superior product because they use better ingredients. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. But if you aren't acne prone, then the rain might be sufficient. I don't know what that has to do with acne. Uh, I feel like we're reading the wrong part of this review. Hang on. Maybe this is... Oh, this is like a big review or something? I don't know. I'm just going to click through here and see if we can... Because it just seemed like the end of a review over there. No, I think it was its own. Oh, there's. Oh, maybe. No, no, you're right. That I think it was the end of that last one. This one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. From Jillian. 
Um, so this explains it. Jillian says a one star, and this is a verified purchase, and the flavor was peach fizz. Uh, do not buy if you're acne prone. <laughs> Rain does not equal bang. Had to learn the hard way. I started drinking bang a few weeks ago with all positive effects and no bad effects. That's awesome. I love all the positive effects. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I loved it. A girlfriend told me about Rain and said that it was the same thing, but cheaper. So I was like, sure, what the hell? <laughs> so I ordered Rain. Why, was, why is she ordering it on? Uh, so uh, yeah, I guess I realized that this is on Amazon. Right. Why don't you just go to the gas station and buy That's one? That's an interesting... <laughs> That's an interesting move. Like, yeah. The thing is, like, neither of these are very hard to find. Like, well, and if is... you order it, you probably can't order just one. You got to get a yeah, big you get, case. You like, the whole fucking case or, like, a pallet. So what if you didn't like it? And, and this was 2020, and I know for a goddamn fact that they these were readily available in gas stations. True. Well, it is March 25th, so maybe she was a kind of a COVID, <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, COVID yeah, concern. That, that makes sense. With the shutdowns yeah. and such. A girlfriend told me about Rain and said it was the... I already read that. Yeah, so I ordered Rain. The flavor is incredible, but listen. I drank Bang for two weeks with no adverse issues. <laughs> I switched to Rain and drank it on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Come Monday, I had five giant zits across my chin and one on my forehead. So I was like, WTF? I'm sure it's not because... Keep going. Never mind. It was. I like the idea that it's not the rain causing the zits. It was the bang that was suppressing the zits. <laughs> That's the only what thing that was keeping it from happening. Yeah, it's drinking like that bang. skincare products. Yeah, that you're drinking. Maybe she's putting bang on her skin. Yeah. <laughs> um, I looked into it. So she's doing doing some of her own research yeah. here. I looked into it and discovered the rain has a ton of B vitamins, 100% of your daily dose. Well, that sounds good if you get 100%. Yeah, and the thing is about vitamins, if you go over 100% of your daily dose, they just go pee-pee. They go straight in your pee-pee and they're gone. Yeah. So. And they use regular caffeine, not andrinus caffeine. I don't know what that is. Oh, yeah, no idea what the fuck. This is, she is speaking a different like language. Like bang. Right yeah. <laughs> Uh, B vitamins will mess up your mess your skin up if you are acne prone. No, they. What are you talking about? And also, the regular caffeine might too because it's synthetic. What? I, I also break out from coffee synthetic caffeine and avoid it as well. It sounds like you're just allergic to caffeine. Yeah. <laughs> regular. So I. So she's saying s synthetic caffeine is regular caffeine. Yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. But Bang uses androgynous caffeine. <laughs> what? Well, also, like, you coffees are coffees beans. They don't have like yeah extra shit. It's a bean. It's a like, bean. I don't, I don't know, man. Anyway. I'm back to Bang now. I've been drinking it for a few days, and I don't have any new zits. Plus, Bang just works better, IMO. Sounds like a really scientific uh, analysis there. Yeah, Bang in general is a superior product because they use better ingredients. It's like Papa John's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, better, better ingredients, better energy drinks, Bang energy drinks. Yeah, but... And, and the CEO is pretty much the same type of guy <laughs> yeah, as well, you know? Exactly. He probably uses some of the same vocabulary. Oh, I'm sure he does. I mean, not yeah, allegedly. Allegedly, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but if you aren't acne prone, then the rain might be sufficient. I would still recommend Bang over Rain because it just feels like a better product, more expensive. But I personally have to deal with that. Okay. Well, nine people found that one helpful. So yeah, I so personally would not have found that one helpful. Turning people on to the... 
the problems. To the, yeah, the prob the product problems. Product hey, problems. that could be another show, right? There. Product problems, yeah, or maybe like a segment on like a local news, like product problem. Yeah. yeah, I feel like local news has gotten away from that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, well, in Omaha, there was a guy named Mike McKnight who would go and like harass people for uh-huh. like, uh, or like not people, but like businesses for like scamming people. Yeah, uh, it was mostly like local contractors who'd like go to their door and be like. Hey, did you not do the work that you said that you were going to do? And they're like, uh, are you going to leave my house? That's cool. Yeah, he rocked. Putting people on blast. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but I think local news needs to go ahead and do that again. And But this time call it product problems. Product and maybe problems, they can hire yeah. like, you know, like a 22-year-old TikTok person like that one, that one Addison Ray or whatever who's yeah. like, getting into movies now and then when it comes on the news it'll be a vertical video <laughs> yeah but it's like if you have if you're watching it vertically on your phone it's like full screen i like how yeah i like how many commercials now do the vertical tiktok oh, thing hate that like shit. you like somebody's gonna be like oh look a tiktok oh i have to watch God. this <laughs> uh but like <laughs> i'm really really done like those are are bad yeah the worst <laughs> shit the, like i don't know what it is about google but like they have the worst ads ever like, yeah the google ones they, are well, they have this one for Google Fi. Well, I guess it's a couple, but they they're like the awful like flat 3D tech art. You know what I'm talking about? Where it's like people with weirdly proportioned bodies. Okay, like yeah, drawn. yeah, I do. But they're like it's like animated and uh-huh. like they're like singing a song about why Google Fi is so great because you can have like Wi-Fi on an island because you can tether your phone. Or oh something wow, like that. yeah. And it, it it's obnoxious and makes you want to die. So. Yeah, the Google ones are real bad. Yeah, those ones aren't vertical typically though. Um, I like vertical. Okay, so this next one is from the D Cheerdon, which is the the person that that Josiah warned us about here. And they say one star, anxiety inducing. And the flavor was orange dreamsicle. What the fuck? Okay, that's another thing about these types of energy drinks where it's like, yeah, we're going to make it called like Ultra Star Beam or something Mm -hmm. like that. It's like, all right, well, I don't know what that tastes like, but. Yeah, it's true. Interesting. It's just a dreams, not a popsicle, a a dreamsicle. Um, so D cheered on says I have had bang monster, Red Bull, et cetera, et cetera. And none of them have caused me anxiety. I got a 12 pack of, of these and had such a horrible crash and anxiety several hours after <laughs> drinking these. So based on that, it seems like he bought a 12 pack and then drank all of them, uh-huh. which would kill you. <laughs> so I have never had that kind of experience ever before from energy drinks. So it took me a few, a few of them to make what? Okay. So, all right. So he didn't drink all of them at once. I don't think, but, um, it seems like he was drinking more than what he definitely should. more than one. Yeah. Uh, from, from energy drinks. So it took me a few of them to make the connection, make the connection to what make the, the connection, connection that high anxiety that maybe that's because you're drinking multiple energy yeah, drinks, drinking like just consuming a fuckload of caffeine. Like, I wonder, I wonder, I can't make the connection. I wonder what's causing my anxiety right now. Maybe it's because I've been drinking like five of these things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe it's because I have literally a kilogram of caffeine in my body. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> make the I can't get make the connection oh, as I if it's some really kind of right now. I can't stop shaking. <laughs> Wonder why. Uh, but by number nine, I was drinking them to see if it would happen, and almost on the dot. So they drank at least nine of them. <laughs> About four hours after drinking these, I crashed and got horrible anxiety. So bad, I won't ever drink these again. Switch back to Bang and Monsters. The flavor of these are amazing, though. So apparently the flavor, great. Yeah. Uh, But drinking multiple rain energy drinks will make you crash. 
I like and that have anxiety. By number nine, they were, it was there was like a science experiment. They were drinking it just to see what would happen, <laughs> yeah. which is a cool thing to do. Yeah, that's so. We're gonna awesome. drink nine energy drinks just to see what happens. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> insane. Um, do you want to read KK? Yeah, this is from KK, uh, who says a one star biggest mistake ever. Okay. And the flavor on this one is carnival candy. Oh, well, that's my favorite kind of candy. It's not even cotton candy. It's carnival, carnival candy. candy. <laughs> um, horrible. Do not waste your money. There must be something wrong with these. <laughs> okay. There must be. I can't stress that enough. <laughs> these do not taste anything like the ones you can buy in a store. <laughs> these taste. Yeah, they got different if you get them on Amazon. <laughs> These taste like harsh chemicals. Oh, I wonder fucking why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, perhaps that's a factor into the low price. Seriously, <laughs> it really does taste like harsh chemicals. It's almost like the can and fluid fused together or something. What? Um, She's drinking heavy metals? Yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever. It tastes really wrong. Just go buy them from an actual store in person. I think she may have gotten, like, expired rain. Right. I mean, like, it tasting like harsh chemicals doesn't really phase me because that's that's what it is. It's what it is, yeah. So, uh, I don't know what she's expecting there, but, um, yeah. Uh, like, just a weird, weird review. It's absurd. Um, okay, this one I believe is a two-parter, maybe. Oh, this one just stops. Hold up. Hold up. What the? No, I can't find my my goddamn like thing. Seems like that's the all we get. So yeah. Okay. So this one kind of cuts off. Maybe that was the other one, but uh, it doesn't matter. Anyway, so this is uh, one star. This is also a carnival candy uh, flavor, and it says good packaging, horrific taste. It's from Sadiana Malfoy, so yes. it's like Draco Malfoy. Yeah, it's Harry Draco Potter. Malfoy's uh, like sibling. Yeah. Um, and they say, this is the foulest. It's a, there's a photo of it, which shows the rain logo. Shows the good packaging. Mm -hmm. This is the foulest thing I have ever tasted, and I drink baking soda daily. Why? First of all, you can't drink baking soda. It's powder. No, it's a soda. <laughs> I drink baking soda every day because I love it, and I hate, and I know it's foul, and it sucks. Maybe that's why she, this person doesn't like it, because they drink, they eat baking soda. <laughs> Uh, pros. First, it was packaged well. It was nestled securely in its own wrapping, then nestled into the package so it wouldn't sift around, so no lost cans. But at this rate, that's the only plus, and I honestly would have preferred them lost. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I would have preferred I wasted money on this. Yeah. The test isn't even chemically. The taste, I think, is what they meant. The test isn't even chemically, though it is. It is as if they've flavored, they forgot flavoring entirely. They forgot the flavoring. Yeah. Oh, shit. We forgot to put sugar in this one. <laughs> uh, it is claimed to be a cotton candy style flavor. I mean, it's it's carnival candy, technically. So I don't know if that's the same thing, which classically is a blue raspberry vanilla and or bubblegum mix with watermelon or strawberry added in. Is that true? I don't know about that. I feel like cotton candy is its own thing. Classic cotton candy. I've never like cut that open. Yeah. Or cut that down or whatever. Uh the pink and then parentheses the pink and cotton the pink of cotton candy varies wildly. 
And then this one just says, this has a bare vanilla hint, but it's the bad, and then it stops. So, so they're kind of a cotton candy expert. Yeah, they kind of know everything about cotton candy. That's actually our last review. They there. work in the cotton candy industry. I'm going to see if there's a... Oh, here it is. I oh, this is the rest of it. I see. Yep. So, uh, but it's the bad vanilla, the one that you pick up at the dollar store, because you know the overly done rotten alcohol taste will burn off. I'm kind of confused about that. And that's the only flavor, though for some reason it reminds me just slightly of caramel popcorn. But that could be the sugar substitute plus vanilla. Could be. Could be. I mean, I'm not a scientist. Mm -hmm. The sugar sub in this is sucralose, a well-known sugar substitute made by chlorinating sugar. Is this person a food scientist? Why do you know all this shit? <laughs> uh, it's well handled by the body and generally has a neutral taste. Parentheses, it goes by the brand of Splenda if you've never heard of sucralose. So it's not the sub giving it a bad taste. I usually I use, I use it regularly for cooking and drinks to eliminate needless calories. I wanted to like this. I really did. I bought a whole case after all. Maybe you should buy one first and then buy the case. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but even after over, even after, oh my God, even at over half of the can, I still can't get past the taste. Might try another flavor and hope it's not a brand wide problem. And one person found that one helpful. Yeah, that was interesting. A lot of info on that one. Yeah, a lot of stuff I didn't know about like sugar substitutes. A lot of science. Yeah, a lot of really interesting science. Okay, I think that would be all of these. That wraps it. Yep. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Josiah, Josiah. for those uh, rain reviews. Um, and then, yeah, if you want to submit to the, to the show, uh, the email is onestarcast at gmail.com. We've re recently received several spam emails saying that our Amazon order has been fulfilled that has been seemingly BCC'd to several other people because we received one and uh, uh, somebody replied all. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh it looks like there's probably based on how small the scroll wheel is probably several thousand emails in here uh -huh. um from a man named justin and it's just a drawing of a person flipping off the person so, <laughs> so that's the kind of stuff we get yeah that's in, pretty good so um, in our inbox you know if you're uh if you're a spam person doing that uh do that more so i can get more people with middle finger pictures in my inbox keep it up yeah yep keep it up um yeah uh, i think that'll do it for today though so uh it's, we will self-improvement month is over by the yeah, way did is, you notice it is over i'm no longer improving myself yeah even though i'm we are still getting daily emails from boomer boost about their products so yeah um, anyway we will talk to you on the next one goodbye